Hello, Charmers. Welcome into another episode of Miss Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli. Thank you so much for joining me today. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Come on in, come on in, come on in, ladies and gentlemen. For the fellas that are listening as well, come on in and have a seat. It's time to inhale, exhale. It's time to breathe. It's time to collect yourself from wherever you last left yourself. It's time to pause. It's time to expand your lungs and really take in that good oxygen. So many of us breathe very shallowly. shallowly. Um, It's time to take some deep belly breaths and just be present here in this moment, in this space, with this podcast, with me. There you are. There you are, and there I am. Welcome, 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 welcome into Miss Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli. Thank you for joining me again. And for those of you who it's your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. I usually encourage us to have our libations. Um, I have some water with me. It's actually in the other room, but I've been sipping on some water with um, some chlorophyll, liquid chlorophyll liquid chlorophyll there we go um in some um alkaline water and I've been sipping on that today just kind of cleansing my system and hydrating myself so I always encourage you to have some juicy libations nearby my personal favorite are infused water so mint and ginger oh my goodness last week I made a delicious lemon sliced lemons sliced cucumbers I peeled a piece of ginger as well as some mint leaves with water over ice. And my goodness, just absolutely delicious, okay? (laughs) Refreshing, delicious, and some of you may hate the taste of water. I've never fully understood that type of person, but I know you're out there. And so try infused water, it helps. It definitely enhances the flavor. There's all types of yummy vitamins that are released and delicious flavors that are released from the fruits that you put in or vegetables that you put in your um, infused water. So it's just good for you, okay? It's good for you all around and it's sexy as well when you put it in a nice wine glass with a cute presentation, okay? And you just feel good. And part of this podcast, what's important when I ask you to come on in, kick off your shoes, relax your feet, take some deep breaths, be present. All of that is just a mindful practice of pleasure, a mindful practice of being, a mindful practice of self-love, a mindful practice of increasing your breath, which is your life force energy. Okay, so all of these things are (laughs) purpose-filled, trust me. And so come on in, find your libations, kick off your shoes, relax. It's time to just be present in the moment. And for those of you who are new and don't know what Miss Charm School is about or who Miss Charm School is for, Miss Charm School is for people who, women in particular, who are in transition, transition out of their womanhood into their queendom. And what does that mean, Sunday? Well, I'm glad you asked. When you're transitioning from your womanhood into your queendom, you are leaving a me season and you're being elevated into a season where your decisions no longer affect yourself, but they impact nations. I break that down by saying that if you think of a queen, a queen sits on her throne, 
a queen, oftentimes, if there is a king in the kingdom, right, she's not necessarily first in command, she's usually second in command, but nevertheless, her influence is paramount. People know that she has the king's ear, she can influence the king, which means she can influence the final decision maker for the entire colony or country or nation, right? There's so many things that are under her jurisdiction as well. And honestly, what she says goes, okay? She can speak a word and know that it's going to be carried out. If it doesn't get carried out, somebody's head could be in jeopardy. Hello. <laughs> a queen just has a different level of responsibility. And many of you are in your queen season. Season, You are in elevated positions in leadership in your personal business. You're in entrepreneurship. You're hiring staff and expanding and hiring employees and expanding your business and expanding product. Some of you are working in corporate um, and you are in elevated positions of management where there are people on your team members that have to now report to you or you are a part of the process of delegating tasks to different members on your team or you are a mother or you have uh, added responsibilities in your household taking care of an elderly person or parents or loved ones or you are as a support system to your partner and your decisions no longer just affect yourself but they also affect your household your partner your kids your family your work environment aka nations nations by definition just means groups of people and so this podcast is really for women who are in that space of practicing being in their queendom because it's a practice a queen has to put on her royal robes she her presentation matters what she says matters um if she makes the wrong decree people can really be affected by it if she does not have in my personal opinion, a relationship with God and a spiritual practice, when she gets ready to give her words of wisdom that influence the king or influence policies or decision makers, she could be out of alignment with divine will. She could get it wrong. And that wrong decision could be detriment detrimental to the people that live under her care. And so that spiritual practice, that time with God, filling herself up, taking time for self-care, taking time to breathe, taking time to drink water, <laughs> taking time to gather yourself wherever you left yourself mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all that stuff matters. And so here on Miss Charm School Podcast, we get into that. We we get into some, some of the more, you could say, metaphysical, abstract, um, and just spiritual principles that make us the amazing queens that we are separate from our womanhood season. So that was a lengthy explanation and it was multi-layered, but if you if you are here, that's because you are called to be a member of this tribe and so you rock with it, all right? We rock. We rock together. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, welcome. This week's episode, I really just want to um be divinely led and sort of bring in Definitely one, I've been feeling on my heart to pray for my tribe. And then also two, I really want to peel back the layers a little bit more. Some of you are new and haven't been with me over the past two years of this journey of Miss Charm School podcast. And so you know some about me, but not a ton about me. And um, I feel led to be transparent. Sometimes people don't know uh, 
I, I've kind of learned in this journey of quote unquote leadership that the things that we hide, um, our wounds, our scars are often the things that are our greatest areas of transformation and our most impactful that actually help people. <laughs> and I'm very passionate about helping women be their the best version of themselves because I understand that when we are our best, our husbands are better, our partners are better, our children are better, our communities are better, our neighborhoods are better, our women friends, our sisterhoods are better, are stronger when we're stronger, right? And there's so much saturated in today's media that I think is not productive <laughs> to help us be the best version of ourselves. And some of it is under the guise of freedom, like, oh, you know, we have so much freedom today as women, and that's awesome, and that's dope, and I play in a lot of that. <laughs> but there's, I think we can cross a dangerous line between complete freedom and and serving our higher calling and being a, the best version of ourselves. I think there's a balance that has to be striked between the two of those. Um. And so that's a whole nother conversation, but um, I'm really passionate about helping us be the best version of ourselves because I just believe it's important, short answer. And so a lot of times um, the things that we don't share with people are our greatest areas of transformation, are the most impactful. And so I want to peel back some of the layers, layers for some of you who are new here and really... Um, share with you some of my more vulnerable moments in my life that were the greatest areas of my personal transformation that really kick-started me on this journey. Um, I don't look like what I've been through <laughs> at all. And uh, there are times when I share this information that I'm going to share with you guys, even with my family, and family members get emotional and, you know, tell me they don't like to talk about it and stuff. But I just feel so much victory over the things that I've been through in the past that um, I don't feel the shame or the sadness anymore at all. I just feel victory in it. And so I want to share some of those things with you guys today. So a couple of years ago when I started Miss Charm School Podcast, I, I started it for all the reasons I shared already about um, wanting myself to be the best version of myself. And understanding the impact of women, understanding our power, that every human being on the planet comes through our womb. And if our thoughts are really things, then our thoughts matter, how we feel matters, our childhood trauma matters, our the stuff that our generations have been through matters. Um, you know, some people call it our generational karma or different things like that. Like, I just genuinely believe that we are a part of a chain or we are a link in a very long chain in each of our family histories and each of our family's existence on this planet. And some of them we know, as in our parents or grandparents, we've been fortunate to know them. And some of them we don't, you know, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten generations back, we may not be able to call those people by name, but they're there. And because of their sacrifices, because of their strength, because of their decisions, because of their choices, I exist. You exist, right? And it's a shame sometimes that our stories haven't lived on past so many generations. 
but just know that even if you mentally aren't aware of them, they are there, right? And so you are not alone. You literally have a tribe of people that literally you stand on top of their shoulders and they stand behind you, surround you. I've had um, visualization or med- in meditation, I've had some visualizations of one time I had a visualization visualization of standing in a circle. I was sitting in a circle in the center of a circle and I was surrounded by my ancestors. I just knew that they were the people that have come before me. And some of the faces I know I recognize because I've seen them before in li- in real life. And some of the faces I did not recognize, but it just it was that reminder that I'm not alone, that there are people who see and watch and know and I'm connected. And so I just want to share that with you. You are connected. You're not by yourself. And another testimony to this is um before my dad's mother, my grandmother passed in 2020, my brother went to college at Tuskegee University and he studied aerospace engineering because he wanted to, at the time, be an astronaut and go to NASA and he wanted to fly, all these things, right? And come to find out before he graduated from Tuskegee, my grandmother had shared that her uncle, one of our great uncles, one of her, I think it was her mother's brother, was a Tuskegee Airman. (laughs) And we never knew that. I don't even know if my father knew that. And so, you know, that was just, you know, four generations. My brother is the fourth generation from that. But he was continuing in a cycle and a pattern of our family that we didn't even know existed. He was, he followed in the path of a Tuskegee Airman by going to Tuskegee University and studying aerospace engineering. And I just, to me, that just further proves that if you were to really know your family history and really dig it up, I guarantee you, you would see glimpses of yourself in the people that have come before you, because we're just a part of the greater story, the greater fabric. Um, I'm being reminded right now in African-American culture, there was a history of making quilts, patchwork quilts. We're just a patch in a beautiful quilt of our family that all makes sense. We're pieces expressed differently, but we're all linked together. And so I just, I think that women are important, period, point blank. (laughs) And all that you've been, there's an episode that I did in this podcast that says all that you'll be is all that you've been. Because you've shown glimpses of the amazing person that you were sent here to be in your past, things that you've done in your past, even if they were short lived, You've shown flashes of the greatness of the queen, of the king inside of you. If you just simply look back at your past, the things that you naturally were drawn towards and attracted to, the things that you just sort of happened to fall into. Like, I just happened to fall into podcasting because I was trying to get into broadcast television. And I happened to go to a community college in Oakland trying to help them with broadcast television. And they told me about their radio station. I gave them my resume. I didn't think I was going to hear from them. I heard from them. And I ended up having my own radio show, an FM um, radio signal radio show out of Laney College in Oakland, California, where I covered sports, East Bay sports. And so that sort of kickstarted me into this whole podcasting and audio era. I worked in radio when I lived in San Francisco for Intercom radio station. And Just, you know, so many things that I wasn't even trying to do necessarily, but just 
the doors that open for me. And fast forward, I'm still doing audio and audio editing and video and media. And it's sort of just grown and expanded. So if you look back at your past, at the doors that sort of just opened or some of you, and I'm probably sharing this because many of you are probably in a place of transition where you've been questioning yourself, like, what am I supposed to be doing? What am I here for? What is my purpose? How am I supposed to go get my money in this lifetime? Like, where is my wealth? You know, how do I build generational wealth for my family? Look back. Look back. Take some time and play with yourself and get a pen and paper and go back and remind yourself, what did you do as a child? What were the things that you naturally were into as a kid? What were the doors that opened for you when you were 17, 18, 19, or when you were in your 20s? What were the things that you were always pulled on to do in school? For me, it was, I always, I don't know why, people loved that I performed poetry. So I would always get pulled to perform poetry at different events in high school. And the pageants that I did, I did poetry as my um, talent. And I would get dressed up and I always loved performance and I always loved dance and I always loved getting in costume and getting in character and bringing words to life. I always loved performance. <laughs> so go back and look at those different things that you were naturally pulled on to do because those are the glimpses of what you were sent here to do. And so when I think about... um those things. And I think about all that God has brought me through. It definitely hasn't been without struggle or pain or any of those things, right? So I'm trying to see where the Holy Spirit is leading me to begin as a launching point with this conversation. But like I said, I don't look like what I've been through by any stretch of the imagination. And some of the toughest moments in my life were my greatest lessons. And they birthed things like Miss Charm School Podcast, which I was originally going to call Sunday's Gems. <laughs> like I have any gems, okay? Uh, so I'm so glad that the title was changed. But in the beginning, it was going to be Sunday's Gems because I had just come through a season where I learned so much. And I thought I knew a lot and realized I knew nothing and ended up finding these foundational truths. And so I I don't feel led necessarily right now to go through and describe um, the deep darkness of the of stuff that I've gone through in the past. But what I do feel led to share in this moment is just that if you're going through a tough time right now and you're going through a rough patch or uh, someone close to you is going through something tough, I want to encourage you to lean into it. Lean into it. Don't run to drugs. Don't run to alcohol. I know the feeling of being in a dark space and I'll never forget I remember one time sitting on the floor just bawling and I was like I understand why people run to drugs and drinking because there's just like, okay, I just need to tap out. Like, I just need to escape it. And I understood for the first time, like, why people end up going that way. But I want to encourage you, don't escape it. I heard Kendrick Lamar say in, a, in um, his latest album, Mr. Morale, one of the tracks, he was like, you've never experienced pain until you've gone through pain sober. 
And I just feel like that's the one of the realest statements <laughs> I've heard a lyricist say in a while. Because when you're really going through a painful experience sober, it's a it's a different level of pain, but there's also a more powerful level of transformation. So I want to encourage you, whoever you are, lean into it. Don't run from it. Lean into it. Um, and sometimes leaning into it just means sitting in it. Like just sitting in it and feeling it, feeling the discomfort, feeling the pain and asking God, what do you want me to do? The last episode was ask better questions. Better with three T's, yes. <laughs> ask better questions. And so when you're sitting in that painful space and painful place, ask God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? What am I supposed to be learning? And the answer may come right away. The answer may not come right away. But make sure your ears are open for the answer. And a lot of this sounds silly or a waste of time. But it's not. That's the short answer. It's not. People who get up and do affirmations and speak life over themselves and people who check their thoughts, like for women, it's very easy in our saturated culture to compare yourself to other people. And, you know, I don't have this or I don't have that or I do have this and I do have that. And therefore, I know that I'm it because of all these things. Right. But if we're honest, we all have negative thoughts about ourselves. We all have aspects of our lives that we want to change or alter or transform or parts of our life that we feel like are stuck or stagnant that we want to fix, you know, that we want to change that or, or aren't changing fast enough, right? We all have that. But if you allow yourself to dwell on those negative thoughts too long, you don't realize that you're now creating a mental pattern, a vibration, an energy, your thermostat is set at a certain temperature. And so checking your thoughts or saying, no, I'm not going to think that. I'm going to think this positive thought instead or mm, cancel that. I just spoke something negative about myself or about my marriage or about my husband or about my kids. And why did I do that? I don't, I want to speak life. Speak things that are going to be planting seeds in your garden, watering your garden, you know, prune your garden, speak life be positive. It really genuinely does matter. <laughs> it matters. And when we get lazy, and, and I'm speaking to myself as well, when I get lazy and lackadaisical or, you know, tell myself, I don't want to do it today. That's the lazy way out. It's the lazy way out. And I, I there's a mentor I can hear in my brain saying, do it until it doesn't feel like you're doing it anymore. Do it until it's second nature. Do it until it's natural. It's the difference between people who, you know, shoot a half court shot on a whim. They, you know, like, I don't know, they just made it this one time, right? Versus the best basketball players of our time. Where in that clutch moment when the buzzer's about to ring, 
they swish a basket. But that's because that's hours of practice on practice on practice on practice on practice that it becomes second nature, that the three-point shot becomes second nature, that the jump, the I don't know all the terminology, the half-court shot becomes second nature, right? That the rebound block becomes second nature because they've done it repeatedly over and over and over and over again. And that is the difference between mediocre and excellence. And this is queendom. And if you're a man listening to this, this is kingdom. This is a different level. This is a different page. This is why you've been elevated to a certain position because you're willing to do the work. Because you're doing the practice. This is why you're being called on for leadership. I think you come here as a leader. Either you come here as a leader or you don't. (laughs) So if it's in you, it's in you. And if you're called to this space, which is another reason why people always tell me I need to advertise the podcast more, but there's a part of me that doesn't feel the need to advertise it. Because if you're called to this space, you're called to the space because it's in you. You're aligned. So I don't need to scream, listen, listen, listen. This podcast is not for everybody. This podcast is for who it's for. It's for aligned people. It's for people who are called to the space. It's for people who are called to queendom or kingdom. It's to people who are called to have nations underneath their care. It's for those people who are in transition. I know exactly who I'm talking to and who it's for. And those people will self-identify themselves and they will show up. So I want to encourage you, show up. Show up for yourself first and foremost. Check your thoughts. If you're going through a rough time or a rough patch, feel it. Don't run from it. Feel it. Allow the pain to transform you. Sometimes painful experiences feel like a death because it is. It's a death. It's a shedding of something that no longer is here or no longer is purpose-filled for this time, space, and age or no longer is serving you. Feel it. Embrace it. Don't run from it. Ask, what am I supposed to learn? Learn the lesson so that you don't have to go through that painful shedding again. Or if it shows up again, you now can help assist other people through their process of shedding and transformation, which maybe I'm actually doing now. Look at growth. (laughs) Learn the lesson. Take the class. Don't run from it. Just imagine for the fathers that are listening and the future mothers or current mothers that are listening right now, when your kids go through something, because you've done the work, because you've captured the thought and changed it, you're sharper, smarter, better equipped to help the next generation, your seed, the next link in the chain, the next patchwork in the quilt to be that much more productive, positive, to go that much further, to pass the baton and for them to run faster, stronger, bounce back from trials and tribulations quicker, smoother, because you're here right now. Because you checked your thoughts. Because you got up and did the affirmations when your husband told you, you don't have to do that. I already know you're beautiful. But you got up every day and you said those 10 different sentences that spoke life over yourself. Because you ran that bubble bath for all my ladies that are still learning to practice sacred pampering principles. You ran that bubble bath. You took yourself out to lunch. You learned how to fill your own take up. And so you learned how to fill your own tank up. 
And so you have a personal level of personal joy that is not dependent upon another person to make you happy. So your husband's happier, your kids are happier because your cup is full. Or like I like to say, your infinity pool is running over. And so people can come fill up from you and play in your pool and you're not going to be empty by the end of it or angry or snapping at people or upset, right? You're, you're operating from a place of overflow as a queen. And as a queen, you're going to have to have overflow because a lot of people are going to pull on you simply because you're in an elevated position of power. So your boundaries are like, nope, it's queen bathing time. Like those boundaries gonna have to be strong, sis. Like this is the work. They're small things, but they're great things. They're great things that help you maintain your position in a space of excellence in your family, in your work, in your career, with your spouse, with yourself. So that's really what I have for you today. Honestly, I wanted this to be a short episode. I just wanted to come and be divinely spirit-led today. And then I wanted to cover you in prayer because there's just so much saturated in our media, saturated around us that serve as distractions. And I I don't want to be distracted and I don't want you to be distracted. As I've said before, I need each and every one of you to be the best version of yourself. I need you to survive, not only survive, I need you to thrive. I need your families to thrive. And in order for that to happen, which would make thriving communities, you've got to thrive. And so I just pray for you right now. I just join hands with you, man and woman, wherever you are all over this globe. I just join hands with you, spiritually touching and agreeing with you for your heart's desires, that they will be fulfilled. They will be fulfilled. They're already on the way to you. Every prayer that you've prayed is always heard. Every tear that you've cried and will cry, they're always caught. Always. So don't worry. Don't fret. Don't fear. Don't allow your tongue and your mind and your heart to speak poison over your beautiful, blessed life. Sometimes we allow what we see before our eyes to distract us from what we're creating in the unseen world. Think of it. The house that you live in, the clothes on your body, they were all fabricated from someone's mind, an unseen place before it existed in the seen world. So don't allow the thing that's already created in front of you to influence or dictate that which you're creating right now in the unseen aspect of your brain. Because it just means it's not here yet in the physical, but you're creating it in the metaphysical, in the unseen aspect, energetically in your brain, in your orbit. And that's real. That's real. And so much of today's world will try to distract you that it's not real, that only what's before your eyes is real. But that's what's already been created. Once upon a time, Amazon, the billion dollar company and brand, was just a thought. What if they would have aborted their thought by speaking poison over the thought before it ever became a business? What if they would have took themselves out of the game because they were looking at their world? They had to see something beyond the physical world 
So I just come in agreement with you right now and I cancel the negative words that you've spoken over yourself, over your family, over your marriage, over your future kids, over your body, over your home, over loved ones, over friends. Simply because you allowed what you see before you to distract you from what you are creative, what are what you are creating. You are a creative spiritual being literally passing through a physical experience. Don't let that which is already created before your eyes disrupt or abort that which you are creating in the unseen world. This is faith. This is faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence that is unseen. Faith is the substance, which means that the unseen is a real substance. It's a substance. It's a, it's a thing, even though you can't see it yet. This is faith. And so I stand in agreement with you in faith that that which you are creating in the unseen world will exist in the natural. It already exists in the spiritual. Keep speaking life over yourself. Keep allowing your thoughts on loudspeaker so that you can check your thoughts to make sure your thoughts are in alignment with that which you are intending to create. Speak life over yourself. Be positive. You are not alone. You are a, a chain and a link that is so much bigger than you could ever imagine. You are a patch and a quilt that is so much bigger than you can ever imagine. And your ancestors and myself, we are rooting you on. We are rooting for you. We are cheering you on. You've got this. You can do it. The work is worth it. And your garden will be fruitful. And other people will be able to eat off the fruit of the work that you're putting in on yourself right now. I believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> you are it. You are him. You are her. And I stand in agreement with you. Any negative force or any demonic force or any negative spirit that would try to come against your life, attack your life, I rebuke it now under the mighty name of Jesus, under the blood of Jesus. All is well. All is well. Say that with me. All is well. Your womb is well. Your body is healthy. Your mind is well. You are at peace, your relationships are at peace, and your heart's desires are confirmed and on the way to you. Stay in faith. I'm standing with you in agreement. In Jesus' name, I pray and ask these things. Amen, and so it is, and it is so. Amen, 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 and so it is. And so it is, it is, it is, it is. I love you, Charmers. I'll talk to you later, Gators. Bye.